Welcome to the Proper Lookout Podcast, published by the Statutory Insurance Group of McCabe Kerwood. In this series, our CTP experts will discuss a range of topics, sharing their thoughts on an industry trend or an intriguing legal issue, explaining the intricacies of an important case, and hopefully imparting some of the knowledge that they have gained. Hi, this is Catherine Teague. I'm a lawyer in the Statutory Insurance Division of McCabe Kerwood. In last week's episode of the Proper Lookout podcast, Andrew Gorman reviewed the 10% whole person impairment threshold and discussed six ways the threshold is relevant under the Motor Accident Injuries Act and Dispute Resolution. This week, I will look at the various grounds for suspension of weekly payments under the Motor Accident Injuries Act or MIA and Dispute Resolution. Interestingly, the grounds for suspension of weekly payments under the new CTP scheme are strikingly similar to that of the New South Wales Workers' Compensation Scheme. Similar to Chad Farrow's podcast of 6 February, I will draw inferences between both schemes throughout this podcast. Under the new CTP scheme, most injured people, regardless of fault, are entitled to claim statutory benefits. Statutory benefits include weekly income payments, which was discussed in preceding weeks, medical and treatment costs, and commercial attendant care. For the case of this podcast, I will be dealing only with weekly payments. If an injured person's injuries are defined as minor, or if the injured person was wholly or mostly at fault in the accident, then weekly payments will continue to flow for 26 weeks. Additionally, weekly payments will cease if the injured person reaches retirement age. Otherwise, an injured person will continue to receive weekly payments beyond six months. Under the Workers' Compensation Scheme, an injured worker will continue to receive weekly benefits for an accepted claim for up to 130 weeks unless they continue to remain incapacitated for employment, at which time they will continue to receive benefits for 260 weeks. However, weekly payments can be suspended under the CTP scheme prematurely, regardless of the nature of the injury and what role the person played in the accident. So, when can weekly payments be suspended? The answer lies in sections 3.14, 3.15, 3.17 and 3.18 of Maya. There is a link on our website if you would like to read further. When an injured person makes a claim for weekly payments, they are required to provide the insurer with 1. A medical certificate certifying their fitness for work and 2. An authority permitting information be accessed by the insurer from the treatment providers. Section 3.14 of Maya provides that if an injured person fails to comply with either requirement within 14 days after the requirement is requested by that insurer, then the insurer may suspend weekly payments during any period that the failure to comply continues. These requirements are essentially the same for an injured person under the workers' compensation scheme. An injured person under the CTP scheme must continue to provide the insurer with a certificate of fitness for work for the period in respect of which the person is entitled to weekly payments and a declaration as to whether or not the injured person has engaged in any form of employment or voluntary employment 
in respect to that period. It must be noted here that if liability is declined by the insurer, then the injured person need not provide this documentation from the date the liability decision took effect until the day on which the decision is set aside. Section 3.15 of Maya provides that if the injured person is entitled to weekly payments, but the injured person fails to provide the required documents within seven days after the requirement is communicated, then the insurer may suspend weekly payments during any period that the failure to comply continues. Interestingly, under the Workers' Compensation Scheme, an injured worker is not required to provide a declaration certifying that they have, or have not, engaged in paid or unpaid employment during the period they are claiming weekly payments, separately from a New South Wales Workers' Compensation Certificate of Capacity. This declaration would be an essential tool in avoiding any surprises at the conclusion of a matter in the Workers' Compensation Scheme. There are additional requirements that they must adhere to to ensure that an injured person under the CTP scheme continues to receive weekly payments. For starters, an injured person is required to undertake reasonable and necessary treatment, rehabilitation or vocational treatment as the motor accident guidelines may require. This requirement should be engaged in regardless of it being a requirement as it is inherent that an injured person who alleges injury receives treatment for the said injury. If an injured person fails, without reasonable excuse, to comply with a requirement of an insurer to engage in treatment, then the insurer can suspend weekly payments while the failure continues. Additionally, an injured person is required to immediately give notice to the insurer of the following change of circumstances return to any employment or commencement of employment, or change in their earnings from any employment. Section 3.18 provides that if an injured person fails to inform the insurer of a change in circumstance, then they are liable for 20 penalty units or repayment of weekly payments. However, if the insurer failed to inform the injured person of their obligation to report a change of circumstance, then that injured person is not guilty of any offence. Before an insurer can affect suspension of weekly payments, the insurer must provide a period of notice to that injured person. This period of notice is only a requirement when the injured person has been in receipt of weekly payments for a continuous period of at least four weeks. Now, you might be thinking, What can an injured person do to have their weekly payments reinstated? If an injured person disagrees with the insurer's decision to suspend weekly payments, they can dispute that decision by initially requesting an internal review of the decision. Essentially, this means asking the insurer to review their decision, albeit by a different department. The insurer has then 14 days to complete the review and notify the injured person of their decision thereafter. If the insurer does not change their mind on the suspension of weekly payments, or if the injured person continues to be disgruntled, they can then refer the dispute to the Dispute Resolution Service, or DRS, within 28 days of receiving the insurer's decision. An injured person cannot refer the dispute to DRS unless they have firstly sought internal review. Once an application has been made to DRS to review the decision, 
the insurer will be asked to respond to that application. Once a reply is received, DRS will then arrange the merit review and assign a merit reviewer. The merit reviewer can assist in resolving the dispute in one of two ways. One, facilitate the understanding of issues between the insurer and the injured person to mutually resolve the dispute. And two, arrange an independent and binding decision by an expert assessor. The merit reviewer will then usually provide reasons within 28 days of receiving the complete application. If either party is dissatisfied with the decision, then an application for review must be filed within 21 days of the date of that decision. So that completes my review of the various grounds in which an insurer can suspend an injured person's weekly payments and how it is similar and dissimilar to the New South Wales Workers' Compensation Scheme. In the meantime, if you do have any questions on this week's podcast or any other Maya issue, then please feel free to contact us. We're here to help. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Proper Lookout Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. For more information on anything discussed, please contact Peter Hunt at peter.hunt at mccabecurwood.com.au or visit our website to see McCabe Curwood's full team of specialists.